TheItSpot.com. Unpopped. Much better. How is Potawatatanamanamani on autonomy? Potahawk. Potahawk? It's not Potawatatami? No. Oh. I'm covered in mosquito bites. I thought you got your autonomy. And look at my belly. Do I have to? Jesus Christ. Were <laughs> you playing. after. Were you playing pink belly? <laughs> I was wearing a bathing suit, and I actually did wear a shirt that I left open the whole time. Just, and although, just at the midriff? <laughs> that's the way it looks, because I'm upper on my chest, it's not so bad. You're but, sure you weren't wearing slutty little hmm. half shirt I was half weekend. naked. Felt like a beachcomber. It, uh, it looks like you had a majorly bad punch buggy and or pink belly incident. Yeah. Yes, it does. It looks like I did a big belly flop. I played pink belly and lost. Anyway, Potahawk is where I was. Uh, Not to and, be confused um, with Potawatan autonomy. It's like a tailgate party, only with boats. You park uh, at the side of an island, and uh, everyone's drinking, and there's sort of a, like an avenue that goes between the boats. There were literally thousands and thousands of people, and we didn't even make it to the end of the party. We couldn't. We didn't make it to the end of the people. You didn't have the stamina to make it to the end of the party. It just. It took too long, mm. and it just seemed to keep on going forever. So it wasn't a you couldn't keep up with the drinking. It was that no, you no. Couldn't. You, I'm talking about you walking. You couldn't cross the expanse. Exactly. Of the. Ah. And um. I am ashamed to admit this. I don't know what a tailgate party is. <laughs> Is that because I don't know what sports uh, that could people be, do? But uh, but you're a redneck, so uh, I would figure that you would know. I don't think tailgate party was a coined phrase in my day. Uh, was it in yours? Come on, tailgate. Well, I've heard it's about something it for a I've time. only heard know. for maybe the last ten years. I don't know. I don't have a truck. I don't go to sporting events. And it is sports related. Yeah, it's, a, it's and like or a, a truck a party related. in the parking lot. Basically. See, we used to have. Field parties. They were called field parties. They probably weren't called tailgate parties because everybody had a fucking truck, so... Well, you... Because that could be anywhere you put your truck. Well, that's very true. Okay. So it is sort of sports-related. Yes. All right. I think. Which is why I know nothing of it. There were boats that had big PA systems on them blasting music. And so you would walk along and you'd come to like a group of hundreds of people sort of in that area dancing. And then you'd continue down a little way further and find the same thing. Or something different. Girls showing their tits. Hmm. I even saw so some snatch. A little Mardi Gras? Yes. They, little... There is beads. and uh, There is beads. That, that, there is beads. <laughs> I was going to correct myself. <laughs> there be beads. And I figured, why bother? There be beads in snatch a plenty. And, uh... In Potawatomanac. And you're walking uh, through water generally up to your knees. And you're trying to avoid all the anchors that are at your feet. 
anchors. Yes. That's kind of a pain in the ass or a pain in the foot, as it is if you actually step on an anchor. Or sit on one would be a pain in the ass. Or if you sat on one, it would definitely be a pain in the ass. Sitting on an anchor would be bad. But it was fun. Good. I did, you know what? Glad though? you had a good time, I didn't even and I'm drink. worried about the uh, lobsterness of your belly. Yeah, so am I. It's a pretty disgusting place to start peeling from, I think. Mm. But yeah, I, I didn't even drink on on the day of Potahawk itself. I got drunk the night before. What does Potahawk mean exactly? That's just Ontario's desperate need to adopt the, Indian, mm, Native Amer- uh, Native Canadian. No, it is, it is a, an island named Potahawk. But don't you think we have a, a bizarre, a bizarrely high percentage of Native Canadian named places? Um, you know, th- it's funny that you should say that because once upon a time they all had Native American names. Do we still get to say Native American? Do we have to add the Native North American? Well, Native, uh, Native to the Americas. I guess there was. I native mean, to North Native North Americans make no distinction between whether they're Native Canadian or Native American because mm-hmm. we both fucking stole their land. Why did we also steal their land names? Was that some sort of peace offering? <laughs> what? I'm serious. Like, why Why Mississauga? Because it was always called Mississauga. But what I'm saying is that some sort of, oh, well, this will make them feel better. We'll keep their name. We'll just run them the fuck out of here. But no, it belonged to the Mississauga tribe or whatever, so hence the name. You could just come in and call it, oh, like, say, Arendelle or Streetsville or any of those names. Or no, we just borrow a name from England because that's what we do with the rest of them. I, I think we're just very uncreative. It's, it's, either, it's either a leftover. <laughs> either the name has remained from its original right. name. It's either a or leftover. Or the English over have, re- have named it or an English stolen. name. Is there one original city name? What does Toronto mean? Well, Toronto would be an original yeah. city name. Come on, Toronto? Toronto's a, Toronto's a native word. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, original as in creative, not original as what, in... What, like Bula Bula Bada? <laughs> no. I'm saying, why didn't we come up with something new? Such as? I don't know. I think that's your answer right there. Their leftovers are stolen. Come up with one (laughs) Canadian city or place name that isn't somewhere else or some other culture's word. This is a ridiculous discussion. (laughs) Why? It's either going to be a name from the people who lived here. Or, or the people who settled or, here stealing it from home out of nostalgia. Well, yes. So what? There Where, is how no else? creative thought in anybody's head? Well, what, thinking up a creative name for the place that you've... Yes, I'm going to move to this land, I'm going to run the existing tenants out, and I'm going to keep their name and or name it after the people who pissed me off and ran me out of their country. It doesn't make sense. It makes the most sense out of anything. Jesus Christ. Very <laughs> and Joseph. Do you <laughs> no, really. Like, I would like to believe that there's well, somewhere in Ontario that isn't named after either. That isn't an existing 
place name in Europe or... Or native. There's got to be one. I don't know. Find like, one You in know, Bobsville. Like, Bob just took a stand and grew some balls and said, this is Bobsville. Disneyland. There you go. That's not in Ontario. No, but I'm trying to think of anywhere in the world where that would apply. Damn it. We have no identity. <laughs> we need our autonomy. <laughs> I say we do away with all place names that have any leftover... Make them new. Make them all new. Rename them all. Make them truly Canadian. Beerville. Beaverville. <laughs> I think you should suggest that to Sierra Leone. Mooseville. I don't know why they're all Vils, but a Moose City. <laughs> Elk. I don't believe that Moose is a. Uh, we do have a place a called Moose word. Jaw. Is that native? I, I would think so. So what, we couldn't even rename the animals to our own liking? <laughs> they didn't come in and look at the moose and go, oh, I will call that Albert. <laughs> After nope, our because former king. <laughs> come on. It's weird, don't you think? You, you won't scream for your He's independence and you rebel and you run away to another country and fucking commit genocide and then you fucking steal all their names. It's disgusting. <laughs> and in case you haven't noticed, it's happened the world over. I'm not saying we're the only ones who did it. I'm <laughs> saying why did we follow suit? <laughs> I don't know. You'll have to ask your ancestors and see what uh, Okay. See I, what I will they summon them up later. I'm Preston Buttons. I'm the word whore, and you're listening to Air oh, Out My Shorts. Fuck. Special geography, history, yes. political edition, by accident. <laughs> Which is interesting, because I believe tonight's story is about um, geography and politics, and it might be a native story as well. Excellent. And I'm very proud to say tonight's story is by the one and the only. What are you waiting for me to fill in the blank? Oh, I was hoping you can maybe guess who it was after the one and the only, but that could be anybody. <laughs> I never know if you're if you've just gone catatonic or sometimes if you're actually I, do. I know. And sometimes you fall asleep, so we're even. I just I wasn't sure if there was a word coming off. No. Tonight's story is by... <laughs> I do not have dancing bears in my head. That's a myth. There might be bears in my head, but they're not dancing. They're doing other stuff, and I won't talk about it. Tonight's story is by Phil Foster. Why? Because we're out of everything else. That is correct. It's Yay, Phil Foster, you win by default. You uh, finally fucking prevailed. I hope you're happy, you fuck. A battle of attrition. Now it's all Phil Foster all the time. Every episode of Air Out My Shorts between now and episode 100 will be a Phil Foster story. Because the rest of you are all fucking dead weight slacker losers who can't manage to pen 800 words. And we're tired of writing stories for so. We are so tired of faking it. <laughs> That's not fair. Out of all of the episodes of Air at My Shorts, how many featured a fake story submission? 
maybe two if you count Trapper John being conned and lied to. Yeah, I don't know. Jesus, why are you so I itchy? Got, I, I was fucking eaten alive by mosquitoes. So like it's crazy. Are you peeling and itching? I will that's be. A bad I haven't started peeling yet, but I'm kind I of will. hoping I'll miss that phase I've of got, your shedding. I've got a bite on my back the size of a quarter. All right, uh, so this is called uh, Cuban Smokes. By Phil Foster. Fred, where did you get that fancy car? Ricky Ricardo asked in his sing-song Cuban accent. Some guys bought it for me, Fred replied. He smiled as Ricky ran his hand along the waxed red paint, admiring the white and black pinstriping that paralleled the chrome trim. Ricky whistled and smiled at Fred. I can't whistle. <laughs> it's a family trait. <laughs> She's a real beauty, Fred. Lucy almost let me buy a Cadillac convertible, but when we found out that little Ricky was on his way, that was the end of that. <laughs> I said, Do it again. The Jewish Desi Arnaz. I know! <laughs> What are you, she's a moil? <laughs> You're a cigar-rolling moil? She's a real beauty, Fred. Lucy almost let me buy a Cadillac convertible, but when we found out that little Ricky was on his way, that was the end of that. I don't know. Fucking Des- Desi Arnaz has a weird... I can't conjure it up in my memory, so you're not fucking up in my head. I have no idea. He smiled wistfully at his reflection in the gleaming hood of the powerful red Cadillac sedan. You said some guys bought it for you? <laughs> I'll did <do> that up. <laughs> it's a just keep your fucking comments to yourselves, guys. When you, don't complain about the fucking accents. Yes, you do a damn fine cigar rolling moil. It's a long story, and maybe I'll tell you, tell it to you one of these days. Fred replied. He looked away, and Ricky decided not to press the point. They went for a spin in the New York traffic, honking the horn and waving. <laughs> and waving at the beautiful girls who noticed the car and the happy, apparently rich men. Waving in the sentence is uh, spelt like waver, as in something that you sign. When you uh, go skydiving. Honey! What's the matter? You've hardly touched your dinner! Asked Lucy. Fred took me... <laughs> Fred took me a ride in, in his new Cadillac today. What a beautiful car. Where does a guy get that... Fine Corinthian leather. Where does a guy like that get friends to buy something like that for him, huh? Ricky asked. I'm not redoing any of this shit. Okay. Oh, friends? Uh, er, yeah. I guess Fred has found some really good friends to buy him a swell car like that! How did I turn Lucy into Sally Struthers? I don't know. It's kind of a mix between Sally Struthers and and (laughs) some character from a David Lynch movie. Oh, and I'm Edith, also. <laughs> you're, you're a mix of, uh, of nostalgic uh, characters. <laughs> I can't find Lucy. I can't summon my Lucy. There's no Lucy in me. 
and it's got everything on it. Ricky exclaimed. It's even got air conditioning. Yeah, that's really nice to have when it's hot. I didn't realize Lucille Ball had brain damage. <laughs> she might have. <laughs> what I can't figure out is, why is anybody's friends would buy him a car like that? I've got friends, but I don't got a car like that from them. Fred is my friend, but he's not going to give me his new Cadillac, is he? I just don't get it. Ricky frowned and looked into the nighttime from their apartment window. You don't think Fred's in the mob, do you? Asked Ricky with concern. Lucy smiled but flashed a worried look behind his pensive face. <laughs> How'd you do that? I don't know. I've never been able to flash a worried look behind somebody else's pensive face. <laughs> hey, I know those guys. Ricky said to the cab driver as he slowed in front of his apartment building. He saw two record producers leaving by the front door, smiling and talking together. He hurried to get out of the cab to greet them, but they hurried off. Ricky was sure they had seen him. As he approached his apartment door, he heard the sounds of a party at the Mertz's. I wish Fred had known that I'd be home early today. Maybe Lucy and I could have gone over there for some drinks, too. He thought to himself. <laughs> He opened his door, in time to see Lucy wearing only stockings and high heels, bobbing her head in the lap of another record producer he knew. He glanced around the darkened room and saw two other executives in varying states of disrobing. A deafening shriek, followed by a torrent of Spanish explicit ex negro <laughs> A deafening shriek, followed by a torrent of Spanish Expletives. Thank you. And curses followed. I can have my nose bueno! As Lucy's head was tugged back by Ricky's clenched fist, pulling loose a large hank of dyed red hair, his other hand separated and cracked the septum of the seated tipsy producer who blacked out. As Ricky played Lucy's face like a bongo drum, the other men made their way out of the apartment. Moments later, Fred got his arms around Ricky's sufficiently to stop the beating. Ricky couldn't speak. He only looked at Fred with wild, wide eyes. Now I know this looks bad, Fred explained. But there's a reason for all this. Ricky's mouth could only move slightly as he gaped and stared. See, the girls were bored sitting around home all the time, and I was too. Well, it only seemed natural that we could use our time to give them something to do, and maybe make a little money too. Fred's laconic matter-of-factness made Ricky even more incredulous. Okay, we knew if we slipped a few sawbucks to the doorman at the Copa and told him about this little entertainment setup, we'd soon get a pretty high-roller set of gents up here to leave some dough and help fill the girls' time. And, uh, well, anyway, we were making some sweet moolah until you decided to come home early and stick your big Cuban nose in this. Fred sounded angry. Fred always sounded angry. Fred did always sound was always, angry. What was, was up his ass? See, that's how the guys bought the new caddy for me. I get half what the girls make. Yeah, I know, some people call it pimping, but I call it managing. Fred explained. Ricky looked at Lucy's battered face and sputtered. Lucy, 
You've got some splaining to do. He kneed Fred in the groin and managed to break his cheekbone with a vicious jab as Fred sank to the floor. Little Ricky was crying from his room down the hall. Life was so different from what you saw on TV. Ta-da! And that was a story by Phil Foster. I need a motherfucking drink. Earl the Pearl. Well, hello. Hello. <laughs> You're on the air with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. How are you guys doing? We're good. How are you? I'm not too bad. Are you going to be down in, in Miami anytime soon? Word I am going to be down in Miami on Wednesday. Oh, excellent. For how long? Two weeks. Sweet. Yeah, are you going? Like, I think, uh, I'm trying to remember what you called her. Our friend, our mutual friend. Uh, oh, Lulu Fontaine? Yes. You, you know she's having a big, big blowout. Yes, yes I do. Okay, so I'm going to be at that. Good, because that's why I'm coming. Woohoo! Excellent. So I'm very excited now. That, like, you know, I was already planning on going, but it's now it's an added bonus. Yay! Now with more extra word hoary goodness. Extra word hoary goodness. A hundred percent more. Exactly. And what's better than that? <laughs> Not much. What's going on? How was your trip to Greece and everywhere else in the world? Uh, it was actually pretty spectacular. I it, like. I, I was in Barcelona for a few days, which was truly astonishing. I love. I absolutely love Barcelona. Um, Did you sing Queen songs the entire time you were there? No, amazingly enough, I didn't. I don't know why, but for some reason, Queen just doesn't, you know, just doesn't pop into my head when, you know, when Barcelona comes up. So. Hmm. <laughs> Apparently, that's not the case for buttons. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that works. Well, if I was in Barcelona, I don't know if it would uh, would actually work. But every time I hear the name, yeah, it just it somehow comes to mind. But so Barcelona was very cool. It like tons of art museums, amazing architecture, and like every girl there was totally adorable. And every guy was ugly, so it's like I'm gonna have to move there at some point in my life. Did you say adorable or horrible? Adorable. Even the ugly girls were cute. Every guy is it was completely unattractive. So like I figure if I go if I move there I might have a shot at a date at some point. That sounds like a pretty good place. That's yeah, so exactly. Good odds, man. Good odds. It's like a little bit of heaven. <laughs> Barcelona for everyone. Exactly. Woohoo, Barcelona all around. <laughs> So then stopped in Saint-Tropez for a day, which I wasn't that impressed by. Uh, you know, you, you, you picture like, oh, Saint-Tropez, lots of like rich folks and, you know, super nice. And it you, wasn't that impressive. You, you know, it was like... You didn't reach for a peach or slide a rind down behind? Uh, or sun in Saint-Tropez? No, no, Sorry, I didn't do any of that. There's one person who'll, who'll get that, I'm sure. Yeah, I, I totally did. I did the reference completely pass me by. It's okay. Then after that, we stopped in Portofino, which is it's in northern Italy, right by Genoa. And mm. port itself was really pretty. It was like this little, like this in this little inlet, of like and it was like high Italian hills surrounding it, and it was super nice. Like, how was the traveling with the family? Did that cramp your style? Uh, you know, a little bit, but but you know, my dad's pretty cool about like you know, like if I go out, you know, like at night. If you hang a tie on the door, he knows what it means. Well, I'm like we were in separate rooms, so I would just have to deal with my sister. So like my dad was off in one room, my sister and I were in the other room. But then, I... unfortunately, there was no tie on the door action, so that was sort of a moot point. <laughs> Wait a minute, you slept with your sister. <laughs> well, technically, you know that might be true. <laughs> See, I I resent your implication, Missy. I was I was thinking, wow, 
<laughs> that sounds pretty good. That sounds very European. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and, and unfortunately, like, you know, I, I don't, I don't, when in Rome. Yeah, exactly. On the cruise itself, there wasn't really a whole lot of opportunity because it was pretty much like all old people. And you're not into the octogenarian set. Yeah, I, you know, I don't like you know, I don't like those Kama Sutra positions where you, where it involves like a walker. There are some. I, I think that there has to be. I think yeah. those pages in my book must be stuck together. You have the new edition. Yeah, I'm just worried about something. Catchy. I have the Walker Free Edition. <laughs> huh? So, well, that know, rules you know, that, out. That rules out hundreds of positions. I don't. I think I want an updated copy. Exactly. There's like I. I think there could be some very creative ones involving a walker. Absolutely. You know, like say you were able to do a handstand, and you know, there's all sorts of stuff. Well, not to mention the fact that you live in Miami. You, you'd have exactly, exactly. ongoing can, you uses know, can, for the Walker version of... Of course, all sorts of great tang. <laughs> Octagetang. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Grandma. Yeah. Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> so what have you been up to since you've been home? Uh, actually, not much. Completely nothing. I've been like, well, nothing of note. Hmm. It's been pretty, pretty quiet. The only big thing I'm doing, I'm going to see the police tomorrow, which I'm Are excited you? about. Very good. And I'd invite you, except you're coming in Wednesday. I'm coming on Wednesday, but if you have an extra ticket, I will book a flight right now. I'll be back off the air, and we'll, we'll talk about it. Okay. okay. I might have to upgrade my plans. Yes, yeah, so I'll be excited about that. So I got that going for me. So yeah, it's been like really not, not much anything. Uh, you know, it's like sort of like this big, huge trip, and then you come back and you're like, eh, what do I do now? We're going to a party. What? Oh yeah, and we're going to a party. We're going to a party. What's better than that? It's for Lulu, Lulu's husband, correct? It's for Mr. Fontaine, Mr. Lulu Fontaine. That's awesome. It's his birthday, right? Yes. Do we know which which birthday? Or we, uh, we do. Oh, wait, that's for girls. We know which birthday. We will not speak of it. <laughs> and, and of this we shall not speak. We shall not speak of this again. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'll have to, I'll have to try and pick up clues. You know, like maybe there's like a cake or something. I will say he's not an octogenarian and he's not using a walker. Unless he wants to. Right. <laughs> Unless those pages aren't stuck together for him. <laughs> as long as he's not using the walker for walking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So how did those pages get stuck together? Hmm? Hmm. I may have dabbled in, um... Now, now are you, does that mean that you're putting the book close enough to the bed that, that there's... Well, so sometimes you have to lean over the side of the bed to see the page just to go, oh, no, that's not right, or what the fuck is next? They're sticky because <laughs> I was looking at the picture and jerking off. <laughs> oh, so it's about the fault. Yes. So, now, do you go through them in order? That's why I always wondered, is, is, or can you hear, like, or can you jump around? I think you can jump around. I think you should jump around. I encourage jumping around. Yeah, unless, it, unless you, you pull something. But, you know, the occasional guided tour of the Kama Sutra from start to finish wouldn't be bad. Yeah. You know, that's, like a, that's, a, good, like, that's a good board game. I'm, you see, I'm, coming, I'm just full of ideas today. You have, like, the Kama Sutra, then you have, like, one of those big spinners. Like, you used to get, like, you know, when you were a little kid and you had a board game, like, those little spinners, and you spin it, and, you, and then you, whatever position you wind up on, they, that's what you got to do. I like it. You know, it's How a great new game. Can you put that together? You know, I, I'll, I'll work on it. All right. You know, fun for parties. Sort of, could you combine Popomatic Trouble? Because <laughs> I like the bubble on the, the Popomatic Trouble. Yeah, the, like where you had like the little plastic bubble and you, and you push it down and then like the little metal thing on the bottom. Yeah, and it had the best noise. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay, can anybody do that noise? I don't think I can. I'm trying and I can't. 
Okay. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I don't got it. I don't, I'm not a noise guy. It was sort of like a pucker, but a harsh plastic one. Yeah, it was like a puck, and then like did a little rattle. I'm too low pitched on my pucker. <laughs> so you're not pucker. There's an that. intro if I ever heard one. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was actually pretty cool. I like that. I like that game. And you had like the little plastic pegs. I love Papamatic Trouble. Uh, I don't think I ever played it. I just love the fact that somebody actually came up with Papamatic. Yeah, Papamatic. No, how great would that be as a job? To like just have that job where you like all you do is sit around and, and like design toys and like games and stuff. It'd be the best job in the world. It really would be. I kind of want to sit around and name nail polish and lipstick. That's another good job because you really like because you really can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. Yeah, like and you can't get fired because how do they fire you? Because like you know, oh, that's the wrong color. No, it isn't. Or cars. I'd like to name cars. Cars is okay. I don't, like because there aren't that many new cars, so like you, you really work and be few and far between. I know, but look at the names they're coming out with now. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I won't agree with you there. There's no originality. These kids today. Just like holy full circle. Just like with our cities. In our towns. Uh, don't start. In our villages. Everything's going to hell in a handbasket. Totally. <laughs> you know, and you know what it is? The kids have that damn rock and roll. It's a damn rock and roll and those gyrating pelvises. <laughs> yeah, they get all hopped up on the, on the heebie-jeebies and, you know. I know. And they go crazy with the rock and roll. What are we going to do about it? Uh, I, I don't know, but I'm worried. I'm worried, too. I'm concerned about our future. Not the running a buck. If the children are our future, we're fucked. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right about that. You know, I never really thought about that. You know, like when they say, I believe the children are the future. You know what? You know, I think we're pretty much screwed. But I'm glad we're not the future because we'd be also screwed. <laughs> and then we'd have the stress of it as well. Yeah. Well, I blame, like, I know we're not the future because I blame everything on the baby boomers. Yeah, see, I was blaming everything on them. Now I'm blaming on everything on their children. Yeah, exactly. Gen Y. It's, it first was the baby boomers, now it's Gen Y. What generation are we? Well, are we Generation X? I don't know. Yeah, I would assume so. I don't know. I don't like to be labeled. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like labels, man. You like the word whore. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a label. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's right. It's a name. <laughs> that is my birth name. That is my given name. That is my Christian name. <laughs> Miss W. Whore. Yes. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Whore would like to announce the wedding of their daughter. Her nickname's Jezebel. <laughs> oh, brother. Well, speaking of going to hell in a handbasket, we should let you go. Buttons, it's nice to talk to you over the phone again. And, uh, like, one of these days, I'm sure we'll, we'll run into each other. One of these days. You know, and hopefully not in a car. That would be unfortunate. <laughs> or with walkers. Also a strange coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Well, 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 well. Yes. Um... Everyone check out our website, airoutmyshorts.com. Airoutmyshorts.com. And um, and maybe maybe <laughs> buy something for the word whore uh, to wear because you know her her clothes are in tatters. Mm, that's sad. 
myspace.com slash air at my shorts where you can leave us some comments and stuff. No one ever does on, on MySpace, though. Not on MySpace, but no. we get a lot of Podcast Alley comments, and I think we should address those very yes, soon. Yes, yes, we should. We should. You know, I think maybe we'll stockpile them all up for the 100th episode. So if you have a little itch to leave us a comment, that would be a good thing to do before that time. Yes, and make it good or we won't read it. Or make it bad. Or make it really bad. Or make it simple. <laughs> and we'll read it. Uh, Theitspot.com slash forums to go join the forums. Uh, a lot of people joining lately. Not a lot of people saying much, but... Uh, they're quiet. They're... Uh, they're quiet, but they're there. They're quiet, but uh, they're there, yes. Yes. Growing. It's growing quietly. As is like, our listenership. Like a plant. Yes, quietly growing. Vote for us on Podcast Alley. Download our drinking game. Yeah, we've really got to... Update that motherfucker. We've got to update it, and we've got to... Uh, Test it out. Once again, you you did not have ice in your glass this evening. Mm. That is correct. And you know the success of the drinking game depends on that. Subscribe and review us on iTunes. Yes, please. I have noticed that our Canadian reviews have all disappeared, and I don't know what iTunes has done to fuck that up, but I'm very disappointed. Hmm. Um, Because there were hundreds. Were there? <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> what are you, stupid? We'd be in number one position if there were, probably. And call our audio comment line at 305-767-4697. That's 305-76-SHOWS, as in shows me your Cuban cigar. <laughs> Ciao. Bye. I'm Paul B. Edwards. I'm Tony Hearn. And collectively we are... Ponky Radio! Yeah, well done. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, well done to Air Out My Shorts for lasting almost exactly the same length of time we have, which is approximately two years. I know that I have been set down a challenge to do a better congratulations than the one I had received from them that said, this is what these people have done already, and then this one's done instead. But the thing is, it's taken me so long to get this Coke bottle out of my arse. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't been able to do anything else at all. Uh, Thank you very much, not only for your support, Air Out My Shorts, but for letting me drink all night when I came to see you. I have a feeling you do that most nights. We don't. We uh, This week's show, we no. no drinking. Two cups of tea and that's no, it. No, no drinking at all. Yeah. And uh, should I just describe uh, the uh, the two prothingamies? What are they called? Prothingamies? The two people who are in it. The two main... The prothingamies. Come on, it's a literary show, Tony. The two protagonists. Right, okay. Yeah. In air out my shorts. First of all, the word whore, a.k.a. Brenda who is one of the loveliest ladies you'll ever meet. Very, very lovely girl. She puts on the slutty thing, but she's not. When I met her, she was in a penny. Nice. Not much else. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, Preston Buttons, who, as we all know, has hands smaller than the average bear Mm -hmm. that make not only his penis look large, but, as I discovered, mine as well. (laughs) (laughs) Can't believe he's still going. He's shit. Fair enough. (laughs) We just celebrated the second anniversary of the show. Oh, that's awesome. Congratulations. And we have had a couple of 
poems dedicated to that uh, momentous event. And, and, and being as I know you are a poet, uh, I'm going to put you on the spot and ask for your poem in commemoration of our second year anniversary. You want an original poem? Hell yeah. Maybe I can do a haiku real quick. Haiku. Uh, let's see. Uh, do, 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 do. You have to do it in a Ricky Ricardo voice. <laughs> okay. Now, can you can you can you pause your recording for for about two minutes? Because I got I got to come up with something real quick. Okay. Sure. All right. Okay. Just pause for a second. Let me. I'll come up. I'll come up. Dee 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 dee. Now that's not helping. Okay. Almost seven. Boom. It's five five seven, right, for a haiku? Yeah, still. They haven't changed the rules <laughs> on us yet. Wait, isn't it five seven five? I think it's five seven five. I thought it was five seven five. Did I say? I five, think it's five five seven. Is it? Yeah, it's five five seven, isn't it? Oh Jesus! I don't have the interweb at the moment. Okay, I, okay, I got something for you. Okay, so you can turn on the turn on the recording. Okay. I have to preface this by saying this is like about two minutes worth of work. So if it does, if it sucks, you have to. You have it's to... not even two minutes, brother. Okay, so here we go. God bless the word whore. Her show really rocks, and that damn buttons as well. Oh. Is that right? It's nice. Oh. <laughs> I think it's nice. Oh, that was good for for quick. Work. Yeah, yeah, five five seven. Yeah, it works. So there you go. God bless the word for her show really rocks. Add that damn buttons as well. I think it's lovely. <laughs> it's a whole story for a in three lines. It's a whole story in three lines. And yeah, exactly. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm going to copyright that. A masterpiece of a minute. I, I like that. I think you should. <laughs> it's Errol Porton. Master yeah, of quick poetry. Don't let that precious gem out of your sight. Errol Porton, where the poetry is quick and the love it is long. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's a good thing it's a, not the other uh, the way around. Other way around. Because <laughs> exactly. that would be terrible. That, in fact, the that, loving is quick and the poetry is long. I think that would be my very description of hell. <laughs> Mine too. Pay attention to the song, motherfuckers. Buy our stuff, make us rich. Official Air Out My Shorts merchandise available now at cafepress.com slash air out my shorts. This show is a member of the Pod Riot Network. Let the riot begin. On podriot.com. This has been a Desi Lou production.